Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Universal Energy Radio. To some of you, I am a silly co-creator. No, nope, be... it's for some of us. It's for some. Oh, there's some of us. <laughs> Are you doing the show yeah, by yourself? Right. <laughs> yeah, I would call it the some of me. Oh, sorry. Introducing the sum of me, starring Anna. <laughs> Elisa would go, yeah, that's about right. What's the name of the show? <laughs> the sum yeah, of me, okay. starring Anna. It would be star of star of me, uh, planet Anna. That's what it would be called. Um, but this is that's the right. sum of us. So we're cohabiting. There you go, with planet. Um, yeah. All good. There we Hello. go. Hello. <gasps> hey. So what's happening? What's happening? What happened? Oh, what's happening? Can you? Can you? Um, yes, I can hear you. Anna, can you okay. hear me? Um, I can hear you. What's happening? Can you hear me? <laughs> Everybody's like, okay, we're going to listen to another show. Um, our show on Tuesday was so good. It was, wasn't it? It was. Very. It was. It was, it was very fun. It was, I appreciate everybody. It was. Who it was in, like for sure. Yeah. It, exactly. It was like old home week, and we got to wish our dear Elisa well on her global adventures, and your family, or rather clan, um, celebrating their uh, family reunion in the Philippines and the new house that your father designed, and I saw the pictures and. It's just it just warms my heart, you know. There's always something going on in every corner of the world, and in that corner of the world, uh, that is really quite beautiful. And then we had um, one of our original listeners who hasn't called in in such a long time, uh, Lolita, and uh, wonder if she's going to call in today. Um, we loved uh, having her on. And what was very sweet is um, right after we got off the air, uh, she gave me a call, and um, we had a lovely conversation. We used to speak on the phone a lot uh, years ago, and it was just really lovely to um, connect again. And um, I know if and when she's available, she'll do um, angel messages uh, for us or anybody calls in or what have you. So um, that will be nice if and when that occurs in the period that our Elisa is away. And she, that girl, she's going to be, she's going to have plenty of chances because this girl's away for a minute. Um, yeah, she won't be back. Elisa won't be back until the end of February. So you guys are kind of stuck with me. That's, la, la, la. No, I love it. Most, most, people, with most people think we're, most people think we're one person anyway, so. Uh, and I know. think that's even when they, I, I don't see yeah. that at all. I don't see it. We're actually, we're and so very, very close to the two of you. I don't, we're, yeah, we're so very yeah. opposite to each other, but I think when we're on the air sometimes, especially we used to do our, uh, no. our tri-time shows and stuff. Anyway, all good. Maybe. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good show. I appreciate mm-hmm. all those coming in. Um, Raven, is, Raven Spirit is with us again in chat. Good morning. And we have here hey. in chat. Good morning. Oh, that's hey, everybody. Chat. We do have, we have some, uh, we have some callers. Oh, we had some callers. Sorry. Um, I saw a hand raised with a 512 area code. I don't know if that was you, Jen, but if it well, is, hop back on. Put you on here. Yeah. On yeah, here. call back. I, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot of my crazy Anna stuff. Uh, I'm overseeing a um, a bathroom remodel right now for my aunt that's out of the country. And uh, that's been that's interesting. So nice. um, oh, she was, said she was only calling to see if I'd open chat, and I did. Yes, yes. Um, so we're, you know, I what I'm doing, I haven't done controls in a while. So here I am, I'm poking around the control board. And, yes, I forgot to open chat before the show started. So Thank it's you. Open now. Great, great. Yeah, so... Yeah, there's there's so much go oh there's so much incredible cool stuff going on but at the same time my the contractor we're working with he um he apparently whoever put this bathroom in last time poured three and a half inches of concrete underneath it on a second floor no less 
very strange. That's very unusual for us. We're not, we don't, you know, that's a house, and it had a lot of concrete in it. So that was an interesting day yesterday. Um, let's see. You still with me? My phone is acting up now. I can hear you. Okay, good. Anyway, can, but it's a Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. No, so, you know, my day has been just going back and forth with contractors and, you know, getting him what he needs. And it, it, it's been fun, but um, my sister and I are heading out. We're going to go check on my dad's house in Alabama tonight and uh, be there through Sunday. Nice. And we're going to take our aunt. Our other aunt, on the other side of the family, we're going to take them out to lunch on Saturday. So that's going to be fun. Oh, that's so nice. See, I love that. We do nice things sometimes. We do. No, you do nice things all the time, my Anna. Try to be a, I was I, thinking I about you as, as I was try. cleaning the – no, for real. Like, I was thinking about you as I was cleaning the the backsplash uh, behind my oven, which you put in. <laughs> like, that's my girl. She did – like, seriously. Like, I appreciate you 24-7. I really – I said it before. I'm going to keep saying it. It's, yeah, now you go. I love it. Oh, and I'm so happy. you have a birthday coming. You have a birthday uh, coming up. Mm-hmm. I do. You have I a birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Like March 8th or 9th? 9th. Yeah. March, March 9th. 9th. Yes. Yeah. And then my March. son turns 18 at the end of March. Amazing. Yeah. Yours is already That's crazy. 18. He's there. So, yeah. Mine is eighteen. But, mine is eighteen, and eighteen for about seven months. No, six months. Six, almost seven months. Yeah. I did about no, six it's years. it's really. <laughs> huh? Jeremiah's been eighteen for six years. <laughs> I know, right? Think that he's been, right. His grown self. Always. Ah. Uh, yep. Anyway. Oh, I love that. All good. It's, um, it's oh, actually, really nice here we go. See how they evolve. Let's see if this is Jen. Okay. I'm unmute. Hold on. Good morning. Happy Happy Full Moon, ladies. Oh, happy full moon to oh, you. Oh, shit. That's today. Is that today? <laughs> that is today, yes. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. Okay. Thank you. No, that's good. I knew it was coming. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, Mike, I've got yeah. a question. I, I'd like a card, of course. And I've got a question. Yes. Um, I've been seeing okay, a lot and hearing a lot about uh, now is the time for people to be doing their shadow work. So embracing their dark. Oh, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yes. So oh, yes. What, what, what would you offer in terms of, like, efficient, fun ways to do this shadow work? Fun? <laughs> um <laughs> We'll start with I will that, tell Jen. you that's well. Go ahead, Liz. It can be fun if no, actually, it can't. It can be fun if you have a light-hearted approach to it, and it's very interesting because um, I've been really focusing uh, unconsciously and consciously on shadow work um, for. I would say almost a year now and it was really perpetuated when I found myself in a potentially unsafe situation uh, with a very unstable man. I was the last person I was uh, dating um, and it really started me on the journey and I needed to be in that situation to really sort of shake me into you can't avoid the shadow work, whether that's conscious or unconscious, but that I know consciously now that that was what was going on. I always feel protected, so I knew nothing really terrible was going to happen to me, but I had to be propelled to just really go within. Um, And that it was like this, journey without any sort of finite plan but just to go in there I would say 
what really helped the most consciously um, because before that, where it wasn't so fun, and it was literally the dark months of the soul of just letting go. And once I had my break from teaching, I just started up again, but once there was the winter break, I was able to just really set some boundaries, really allow myself to grieve the passing of my mother, which I really hadn't done. Uh, it will be two years next month, but really be able to grieve my mother properly for me and clear the space for that. And just to know that I don't know a damn thing. Then uh, just sitting with that and being very private about it. And then really, and then things were coming up to the surface, very painful things, but had, that has proven to be very, very helpful like the addiction to self-abandonment, which I'm healing, and I understand. And then the fun part, to get to your question, and I talk about it a lot, is um, getting the ebook from Hay House, and it was on sale for $1.99, um, the <laughs> Mirror Works book by Louise Hay. And I would say there's fun joy, grace, and self-realization. And I would recommend that because it's a 21-day program, and it's very doable. I know how busy I am, so if I could do it, anybody could do it. And um, it brought me back to uh, journaling. I would always say, oh, I'm too busy to journal, I'm too busy to journal. And I have for many years, I keep a gratitude journal, but I just list like bullet points um, in the morning, what I'm grateful for the day before. With uh, having journal prompts that are directly tied to go into doing healing inner child work. And I liked that there was a format to it. And I liked that I had to literally face myself in the mirror, the actual physical mirror and the metaphorical mirror and just doing that work without any attachment to any any outcome and I have to say now that I am uh, going on uh, 10 months of celibacy and uh, just doing the work on my own although I am talking to I'm still talking to that guy but I'll get into that later Um, but I haven't (laughs) met him yet I haven't met him yet but it's really really interesting um, it really is kind of healing from addiction, uh, this, this shadow work. It really is to identify without judgment and to see the adventure through, through the pain and through the, re- through the release and do what you need to do. So um, it could be fun and the adventure part of it, and I think the fun is when you walk through that the shadow in the in the darkness, not even seeking the light, not even that, but just going through it and sitting with it. And then as a result of that the light lightness of being comes through. And I really feel like I'm living my best life now, even though the appearance of things may look otherwise. And even if the appearance looks otherwise, I know inside it's very, very different because in doing that shadow work, the activation of possibilities has presented themselves to me, what's possible and what, you know, what I thought was unimaginable in some aspects of experience. So I think something like that helps to follow some sort of protocol um, that really worked for me was the mirror work, uh, 21 days. And then just really lay low. You know, if you felt people have a certain toxic energy, you know, don't hang out with them as much. Just really honoring what you need. I've never really done that consciously, you know, and to really get into that grace and to slow the hell down which for someone like me and someone like Anna, 
we can slow down, but we have to do it our way because it doesn't look like we're slowing down to anybody else. But we know, but we know for for us, we have because we are honoring who we are. So I hope that helps. That no, that's like very good advice, and uh, I, 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 there's certain aspects like of myself that I look at and I go, am I an asshole? But then I think about it and I think, you know, sometimes I say stuff that may come across as, as kind of, you know, when you say what's on your mind, I don't hold a lot back and it may come across as maybe a little bit too blunt or whatever, but I have yeah. to appreciate that I say it for a reason and it probably serves mm-hmm. a purpose for maybe the other person mm-hmm. involved. I, I feel like, and some people may argue with me, but I, I do feel that it is a service because sometimes someone has to be an asshole and, you know, it's not all love and light and no, it's not. some people, they need to respond to a different communication style and eventually they get it. And I appreciate when someone's an asshole to me too. And I go, you know what? Oh, absolutely. I am like That's, that. Yes. Yes. That could be a gateway. Yeah. That that can be. And then when you just put the focus on yourself, you're less of an asshole, and and the assholes sort of get out of the picture. But but mm-hmm. but that's I think that's so true. And I heard a term the other day, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so true. Um, I think we'll all identify with it. Passion fatigue. I'm like, oh my god. You know, where we are so empathetic and we feel everything. I know my archetype is the wounded healer, Chiron. Um, And we get to a point where it's like all these years and years and years, we really are exhausted. And then I stumbled upon a, a new MatCon video that talks about 2024. It's like a 20-minute video. And he talks about that uh, many of us have gone through so much, doing the work, doing the work, doing the work. And he said, it was like within a five to within five to seven year period, within the last five to seven years. Anna, what were you and I doing seven years ago? We were like, you know, uh, in marriages that were crumbling, ending relationships, yeah, shifting, shifting perspectives, yeah. shift. Well, but now, you know, as, yeah. as we went through it, you know, the dark night of the soul, now coming out of it, I realized it, you know, source was doing what it needed to do. We were just bumping around resisting it to take those next steps into self-empowerment, who we are, being authentically ourselves, which, you know, oh, I, yeah. I would I've never like been happier. Thought, yeah. Yeah, I would have liked to have thought that I was also always authentically myself. But when you live some with someone, at some point you become somewhat a piece of yourself, not the entire self. And um, oh and yeah, you, and you give, and you give up certain freedoms. Um, I mean, for me, oh, yeah. they were. You know, I look back and I think of all the times when my energy was tamping down, when my and not and this has nothing yep. to do with. An, Person, this has to do with me because I made the decisions to do those things. So when we also yes, absolutely, you all and, and you all are talking about you know doing the shadow work. Well, in essence, that's kind of what we're constantly doing because this world is about contrast. Mm-hmm. It's about it's about mm-hmm. shedding the light, revealing the light to the darkness. And if you think dark, all darkness is is absence of light. So once you step in as your lit self. <laughs> Then you light it up, and there you go. In that small space in between the darkness and the light is, I call it, it's the gap work, right? It's what Trey taught me. You're a genius at play, mm-hmm. and this is your gap work. Mm-hmm. So you are in that gap, and what, what happens in that gap, which we're in most of the time, you know, between the shadow and the dark, when we really look at that, and say, okay, I get to choose. I can put some light on this, or I can keep wandering around here, bumping into things, bumping into walls, doing, you know. And and that's physically and metaphorically, because when stuff happens, we kind of get, you know, brain foggy and weird. And you know, it's like this is this is different. It's different. It's not 
the same as my last how many ever years or I did it this way the last time. Now you got, you're presented with something new. This is about growing. This is about becoming authentically you. This is about stepping into your own power. And when we, when we do that, when we decide I'm going to take this light and I'm going to illuminate it and that's going to um, – we're not. We're never going to let go of the, the complete darkness, right? What we can do is let go of the emotion that's within it, and once we do that, we take away mm, the power. That's right. Okay. So well said. Think about absolutely when you're in a moment. Yeah, and you think, you know, you're you're in this, you know, quote unquote dark place. Then what's the light that you can bring to that dark place? What is this showing you? And again, I'm you know probably agnosium with this, but where's my gift? I, that's what I keep asking the universe. Where's my gift in, in anything that I do? And now it feels like a softer, more gentler space that I'm in with myself um, yes. emotionally, mm-hmm. physically. So it is, you know, we, that this, this earth is yin and yang, right? It is, there's two sides to everything. And our idea, for me, it's about, I use the word harmony. It's harmonizing those two sides. Um, mm-hmm. And just knowing when that thing you call darkness comes up, that it is something, it's a gift for you to express your, I'm going to say your lit self. <laughs> express yourself and be that lit person mm-hmm. and, and take that on and say, okay, you know, what, it, what is this going to give me? What, what is this showing me? Because everything shows up for us. Nothing is happening to us. So, um, you know, we could go down the rabbit hole of everything's an illusion, da 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 you know. And we have emotions. We're physical human beings. We have emotions. We have, you know, frequency and vibration. So when you continue to look in the direction of, and I think this is the, the one little caveat, well, probably not the one, but the thing that probably agitates some people who don't understand it. It's like if I say your frequency and vibration, all you have to do is, is raise your vibration, which is not always easy on this planet, right? And right. when you get to the point where stuff starts happening, and instead of being in it, like you said earlier, Liz, step back and observe it and be an mm-hmm. observer what's going on and get excited of the stuff that is happening in your life. And the things that are showing up in your life, and it's like all I know is this gonna this is gonna slingshot me to that next, you know, that next thing, that next place that I want to go. It might not, it might seem like a detour, and really, once you go back into the light or you shed the light on it, you're course correcting yourself and moving in the direction that you're supposed to. Okay, that's what I was told to say. So, Absolutely, no, um, that's good. So, uh, Jen. I'm going to pull up the database. Okay, it's Are we doing music? Of course. Yeah, she does music. Lolita's is the only weird one who doesn't do music. Okay. So Jen does the music. I'm going to do the dance. I, see, I know, girl. The I'm music. Gonna... You do the dance, Miss Thing. You shake those hips because the they dance. don't lie. I'm doing the shoulders. Yeah, Shakira. Yeah, Shakira. 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 Let me know when you're ready. Yeah, you're ready. I'm ready. You're born ready. Pick, please. Okay. All right. The um, oh, that's funny. The number for this message is four one one. Can we get the four one one? Four one one. That's funny. That's really funny. Oh, this is nice. Okay. Great message. Ignite your creative spark by internally aligning to the infinite light source within. Excuse me. Still, and as you feel the joy of inspiration blossom. I'll read it again. Ignite your creative spark by internally aligning to the infinite light source within. Be still, and as you feel the joy of inspiration blossom. Four one one. That's really perfect. Kind of sums it up really tightly there, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, I love that. Ignite your creative mm-hmm. spark. Eternally aligning. 
to the infinite light source within. It's so true. So when they're in the middle of the darkness, all you got to do is flip your light, turn your switch on. Be that. Be that. Okay, 411. The four itself is a... you know, by itself is goal goal planning, and you know it's the it's the number that will organize it and keep it in order and has all those ABCs everything lined up right. Of course, in the middle of this number is one, which is self, very self empowering. Uh, it's about self, and everything is about self. I mean, when we get yes, there are lots of people out there, and we co-create with people, but at some point we're all one, one, one. Okay. Again, here's another one. And then the 11 number being a very, uh, you know, it's a spirit, it's a number of spirit. It's a, it's a master number, right? And when we add these together, there are six. And six is about love. So the sum of us, the sum of 411 is six. It all comes back to love. It comes back to self and it comes back to love and knowing that that should be the game plan. So, Yes, when we can inspire ourselves, uh, when we can ignite our own creative spark, when we can come from Mm. uh, inside and light ourselves up and be that eternally loving being that we truly are and see everything from that perspective, then it's it's together. (laughs) You know, it's like, yes, that's it, that's it. No matter all the busy work you do, no matter all the things that you're, you may come across, uh, bump up against during the day or during the week or during the month in your life, if you just step back to the point that you are eternal, you are love, and when you go against that grain, that's when you feel that, the agitation. And the fuel for this internal light is creativity in all different forms or fashion. Be creative. Let the sparks fly. And you will feel that internal joy and that internal source self come out. And, and people get it. People, you know, they see you. They see you as that. They see you as that beam of light. Um, yes. Yeah, cool. What is the – yeah, Jen, Jen said be still oh. and when you're – okay, you feel the joy of inspiration blossom. Okay, that's the last part of that. I was like, what's in here? Six is your – you're in your sixth personal year in life path. Ah, okay. So if, if you're in, Jen, your, um, your personal year and your life path, you're, something really wonderful this year, it, what is it that Glow says? She says you cross your destiny when your life path and your personal year are the same. So look forward to hearing oh, about that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um yeah, yeah, we've got to we've got to get it. yeah we've got to get that everything comes from within everything. There's nothing outside of us that can really yes. affect this unless we allow so it, true. and that that's the key. The I mm. I'm, I'm all about the yeah. I am. The I are so powerful, and when we understand that we yeah. are the I am, and we all at some point are all one. The I am, you know, it's not like that guy on the back of the, the Dr. Bonner soap or whatever. <laughs> you ever read those bottles? Oh, that one. I'm like, yeah. okay, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, the one, the one, the one. And, you know, he was he was really, you know, putting that on his bottles, you know, back in the what sixties and seventies. So, it's oh, I remember, on. I remember being being little and seeing and see and seeing that in the store, like the Dr. Brothers. I remember seeing that as a kid, like forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, and some I you listen to all the I look at listen to all the music of the seventies, you know, and it's like, and you listen to the words to a lot of songs, and you're thinking, yeah, that's it, that's you know, it's free, you know, all freedom and all those things. But the look age how of Aquarius, evolved. it's the age of Aquarius, and yeah. now we're stepping into the age of Aquarius. And some people might say, well, it doesn't feel like that. We've got to let go of. We got to let go of the surface. You're so I don't right. Let go the tribal mentality of, mm-hmm. of what's happening in the world. The, if we can really look and not look <laughs> at what's happening, but we can be within that, that whole idea of, of going within and, and igniting your creative spark. That is the power of the age of Aquarius. 
you know, mm-hmm. that is the power. Anyway. Um, yeah, and I think, Reagan, yeah, I thought oh, all these systems her. are coming. There she is. What? Hello. What happened? Good morning. It's Hello. a party. <laughs> Yay. Hi. Hi. What a morning. Well, I said I'd try oh, to call, and I did. Oh, what a beautiful morning. <laughs> no, it's not. Wait. Oh, what a beautiful day, baby. Okay, I'm just kidding. Maybe. Um, <laughs> well, hey, I maybe. can look out in the fog, we'll so maybe it's out there somewhere. Oh, me too. It's foggy today. It's, it looks yep. like, it looks like from my window, it looks like an episode of Bath Mountain. Like, it looks like um, Gotham City. It's like yep. just gloomy with buildings. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. But what are we going to do? Kind of like we don't need to see what's out there. Hello, Exactly. (laughs) Oh, it's been a great conversation so far this morning. I'm enjoying it. I was just sitting back, relaxing. I thought, okay, nope, I got to call in. (laughs) Yay. Yay. That makes me so happy. Yeah, no, we we love. That's, That's why we're, you know, I don't want to really give up blog talk because of the live component. I don't mm-hmm. want to lose that. I don't know what we're going to end up doing because, you know, I'm just, I'm just a help, but um, I don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> but I, yeah. but, the, but it's just so precious and priceless. The holding space to be here live in the moment. There's something Pretty spectacular about that. So while we are live, mm-hmm. okay, in this moment, um, what's on your mind today, my love? Um, n- nothing. I just thought I'd call in. Um, I have moments, and I do a lot of these, where I talk to myself. I mm-hmm. I learn so much just by doing that because I'm I'm yeah hearing it out of my mouth. I'm not just thinking it. And I had a long, mm-hmm. I, I probably talked for an hour. And then they're telling me, okay, this is all guided. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, okay. And it just felt, yeah, of I'm, course. it's just so different today. And when yeah. you said the weather and I'm looking Good. cloudy, it's clearing for me. It's clearing. Mm-hmm. There's above, above all this. And it's just, right. when I hear you guys talking, it just helps me. In more ways, it's not calming. Okay. It's everything oh. else. It's understanding. Mm-hmm. It's affirmation. It's mm-hmm. just I can go on and on. So I so no, appreciate I, you oh, I get all. It. Oh yeah. no, we love you. No, no, no. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's good. And just to interject a little bit with this whole dark night stuff, because I talked a little bit, you know, when Jen was asking, you know, what's a fun way, and there could be fun in it, but it is. What is it called? Dark night, you know, it is shadow work, whatever. And it's not mm-hmm. without its uh, repercussions or things that we need to contend with because we are sentient beings. We are in the physical. And for me, and this is going, this has been going on, I would say about a good week plus where I was just really experiencing some major um, stomach issues, Um, chronic. I feel everything through my stomach. And I'm like, oh, I know. And I'm talking to the the Norwegian guy, which I'm going to tell you a story in a second, Marguerite. I know you want to know. I have not met him yet. I know you want to know. And Jen, I know you want to know too. (laughs) I'm going to get into that in just a second. But um, I realized, even before it came out in the physical, in, in physical where I was having uh, gastrointestinal pain and just uh, pain that I hadn't felt in such a long time, and I'm like, this, this isn't about I'm going to the doctor. Nope, 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 nope. And I knew even before it, re- it came out in a physical manner, let's say a week before that, I'm like, you know what? Your third chakra, the solar plexus, that's blocked. I knew that. So, but I was sort of like, I kind of like dismissed it. Then I started getting physical symptoms about a week, week and a half. And I'm like, okay, we, we need to like figure this out. So I'm drinking ginger tea. I'm wearing yellow. 
um, you know, doing meditation specifically for that. Um, and I looked into what that is about just feeling safe, feeling confident. And I think it kind of came up for two reasons. One, in doing the shadow work and being very vigilant, knowing that this is what I need to do. This is why I walked away from that crazy, from the crazy composer. I walked down that hill into an Uber and I got away with my life. And that was uh, a year ago coming April. And I just needed to not run away from myself. I had to identify that I was addicted to self-abandonment. And I had to really learn how the hell to love myself. And I've been on this, you know, almost 10-month journey. Okay. Physical sensations, dealing with that. I still have those, those challenges, but I'm addressing them head on. And it's crazy. Because I could be in a lot of I could be in a lot of stomach pain, and I could you know be in the restroom, and I will be embracing my my abdomen. I will have a smile on myself on my face, and I would just say, "It's okay, I love you." Telling myself constantly, "I love." I've never done that. This is the season for doing that. I love you. I love you without any attachment. I love you. I love you. I love you. And miraculously, I'm able to show up to go to work. I'm able to, like, when, like, the time is built in, like, no one's banging their, their hands on the bathroom door, like, knocking on the bathroom door, like, Mom, I need the bathroom. Like, it's the space is being accommodated. I'm just trusting the alignment. I was able to work all day. I was fine. And then um, it hit me this morning. I'm like, okay, but I'm not at work. I'm doing, I, have, I have enough time before the show. I'll be okay. I'm going to drink ginger tea during the show. And if anything happens, it's going to happen after the show. Like just knowing that there is alignment. So as you know from a couple shows ago, this guy started, you know, reached out to me about a little over a month ago. We have not met. We were supposed to go on a date, um, not this past Saturday, the Saturday before. And the date didn't happen because he is working as a geologist on an oil rig in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico as we speak. He flew from New York to Alabama, I thought of Anna, to Alabama to this uh, resort on a golf course because a helicopter was picking him up to go to this oil rig. Uh, In the earlier days that we were speaking, he had mentioned, so this was like almost a month ago, he had mentioned that he had submitted a bid for a contract. You know, and I'm like, I don't know from what a geologist does, but he was talking about environmental protection, safety for the waters, all of that and that he had submitted this months and months ago, and he had been unsuccessful in the past. COVID had affected certain things, and I don't even know what his job really is, so I'm just like, okay, whatever. And then he had talked about uh, that he had worked so hard on giving more information, and then he had um, messaged me the day before the supposed date to say, I have to go to Alabama tomorrow. They want an in-person presentation. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, tell us what it. Um, so he's, his, his contract got approved, and he said he's very religious, and he knows about that I do the podcast, uh, but very open spiritually. But he's um, raised in Norway um, as a Catholic, really believes in God, and, he, and he's a widow. And he had one relationship post his wife's death. I think she died in 2016, which is interesting because in 2016 was really when I felt like um, my marriage was over. So I thought that's kind of interesting, that same year, that his wife died was when I felt like my marriage was ending. But that was very interesting. 
So he had, uh, he was living in Indiana, I guess working, I don't know, whatever. He, okay, he was there. That's where he was with his wife. It was too painful to stay there. Um, had a friend who's a realtor. He bought a place in New York. Okay, he lives in New York, in Manhattan. I don't know where, someplace. Okay, fine. Um, and he um, goes to present this bid, gets awarded the contract, and he said, because he's religious, God, I need to know if Liz is the right woman, because we, it's very Jane Austen. He's such a gentleman. It's very, he's, and I was married to a writer. This guy, who's not a writer, can write, okay? And he said, he asked God for a sign if I was the right woman. He got awarded the contract, which was a multi-million dollar contract, and he said that was my sign. And he even sent me a screenshot of the award letter. So my traumatic ass, I look at this, I start to shake, because listen, I've been doing the shadow work, and I'm afraid of these men. Because I've gone with every version of, you know, instead of Fifty Shades of Great, I'm going to do Fifty Shades of Crazy, okay? I could do that book. So I uh, started to shake. I'm like, okay, he's in the psych ward, photoshopping this shit, this isn't real. Because my antenna is so up because I have done the dance of crazy, not well people. I Googled the name of the oil company. It's a petroleum company based in the UK. Of course, it's all legit. And I'm like, okay, I need to trust what this is. And look at what God did. We are not meeting. Yay. We can actually get to know each other without seeing each other, without speaking on the phone. He's very self-conscious. He has a very heavy Norwegian accent. We tried to talk on the phone once. It wasn't successful. We had a bad connection, whatever, whatever. And, like, I don't even want to talk to him um, on the phone. I'll talk to him in person. So we'll meet whenever he comes back. I'm thinking he'll be back mid-February. I don't even know. I think he'll be back before at least that, but he's going to be, he's going to be um, away for a minute. Um, he sent me a – okay, and then this is the final proof. I get a picture the other day. He's on an oil rig. He sent me a picture. Oh, he sent me a picture of him in front of the helicopter in Alabama. I forgot about that. And I'm like, so then I started calling him James Bond because I'm like, what is this? You got two phones. There's a helicopter. If you're on an oil rig, like, who are you? Then he uh, sent me a picture the other day, and I see the oil rig. I see the ocean, and he got, like, the jumpsuit on, you know, where they, what they wear. And I'm like, okay, this is really an adventure, and the way this man expresses himself is unlike no other in my life. So, Marguerite, would you like to hear a tiny little example? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. This is, I'm losing my mind. This is what he says. Love has an incredible way of bringing out the best in us and helping us grow as individuals. It's a transformative force that encourages us to become more self-aware, compassionate, and emotionally mature. When two people come together in love, they not only support each other's healing, but also inspire personal growth and evolution. I wholeheartedly agree that partners who are committed to their own healing and growth can create a deeply fulfilling and supportive relationship. It's a beautiful journey we're on, and I'm grateful to be sharing it with you. Excuse me, who are you? Who are you, sir? (laughs) Who are you, sir? In the month, now remember, I have not met this man. In the month that this person has been communicating with me, I've gotten 
more emotional support than I ever got in this manner than even, and I was married for 26 years. This is like going to the hospital to get an IV. And what's very interesting because of doing the shadow work and because I took, I'm taking still the better part of a year, almost a year, to really go within, I'm happy we haven't met. I don't, I haven't even asked him, so when, are you coming, so when are you coming back to New York? I haven't even asked him. In my mind, and I've never uh, been wired this way, in my mind, I'm like, take your time because we have all the time in the world. Take your time because you're giving me what I need right now. This is helping me heal within. So thank you. Even if I never meet him or I find out he's really crazy and he's just this mad genius that's able to Photoshop pictures on an oil rig and helicopters, okay? Um, I don't think so. Um, The gift I've gotten the past month, priceless. I feel like I'm in a relationship without the bullshit right now. It's helping me heal. I feel like God has just put this energetic frequency to support doing the shadow work because the light is being revealed. The light's always there. I think Anna said it. The light's always there. It's being obscured by the shadow, but now the, the light is becoming greater than the shadow for doing the work because it is an adventure and you more than anybody our beautiful Marguerite know what it's like to endure the unendurable with grace uh-huh. so but you're, that's, you're that's a product you're a product of um, not a product but you see things beyond what the normal person would see. So you don't take it for granted. You you look within no. and you see something. And you don't just um, accept it. You, you work with it and you, yes. you blend it in with yourself and you see what – you can see everything. Let's just say that. You see yes. what's coming, see what's going, and not – using the word cautious but you are you're you are slowly moving oh yes in i am the direction so yes um yes so you're yes. doing whatever you need to do I, in the moment and he's giving you yeah. those um crutches that you need right now because we all need them every once in a yes. while we all need them and yeah. um no it, you're it's a brave soul to, yeah. to take it on because anybody you know that's come off of something you know, tragic and then have to lean on somebody else, you're not leaning. You're actually taking leads from him. He's helping you with the next movement, Mm -hmm. the next step you're doing. And we can both know know, loss. Both understand loss. Mm -hmm. And that really Mm -hmm. helps. And he doesn't know. He knows knows that I lost somebody named Faith, but he doesn't know because I don't want to say that in a text. I would say Mm -hmm. I lost my infant daughter. You know, and I don't even know the backstory. Mm-hmm. I just know, the, and the, like, one of the very first messages, um, it was, like, before Christmas. Um, and he said, well, I'm a, I'm a widower. I lost my beloved wife in 2016. You know, and I said, I am all too well familiar with this with loss, and I'm so, so sorry you had to deal with something so so tragic and so painful. I don't know the backstory of anything. It's it's not my business. Um, I'm sure if the conversation of this continues in the physical, then we can share each other's um, experiences in that. And the only thing that I do know is, I, I think I said it already, that um, he was in one relationship post his wife's death. Yeah, I think I said it before. Um, and this idiot uh, cheated on him. 
well, thank you, because here I am. Hello. Um, why are you going to cheat on somebody who already, like, lost some? Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't do, don't betray somebody when they lost their wife that they, that I'm supposing that they were, like, in love with. That's terrible. Ugh. Why would you, couldn't you just be a woman and just say, like, this isn't working out? And she, maybe she was a little bit of a gold digger. I'm not putting two and two together, but I'm putting two and two together. I think he's well off. But I'm not a gold digger. I'm like, I, you know, I, I'm still just concerned with just making sure that I can manage my household and take care of myself. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not that type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe, maybe I would imagine, you know, he was quite generous with um, dates and things, and things of that nature because I think he's, he's fairly affluent. But um, whatever her motivation was, that's just cruel to cheat on somebody who who lost their wife. I think that's horrible. But anyway, um, that little excerpt that I read to you guys just a second ago, that's how he that's how he texts. You know, and and I like you know English is a second language. and but he expresses it, it feels very Jane Austen. It feels almost Victorian in a very lovely in a lovely way. Like, have you had your dinner, dear? I'm like, oh dear, okay, you're calling me dear. I said that's cute. Um, it's very he's very sweet and very kind, and um, just has energetically has supported. We are wired as human beings to need to need connection. There. Um, Many times I've said to myself, I hate that we're wired like this. I wish I could just work on this on my own. But other people teach us more about who we are. That's a relationship. I'm not talking about romantic relationships. I'm just talking about human mm-hmm. connection and then anything that's, you know, in that in, under that umbrella. But um, I vowed when I ran away from that lunatic last April that um, – Unless it's an upgrade, I'm the prize. I love myself enough not to abandon myself <clears throat> just because <clears throat> I think somebody has a really brilliant mind. Because my, some people like thick muscles. I'm a sapiosexual. I like a brilliant mind. But a brilliant mind can mean that you're crazy and toxic and mean and abusive. And I have danced that dance too long, too often, with too many idiots. Um, too many frogs I kissed. I don't know if he's the prince, but he's a good prototype. So energetically, it's it's uh, the frequency is there's definitely um, an upgrade. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, to be to to be yeah. continued, but it's enough for me right now. And I don't even have to. I have to leave. I don't even have to shave my legs to leave my house. So um, it's good. Right. See, it's your time to have something like this in your life. You need to have something. And it's been set in motion. Medicine. So you go with it and then wherever it takes you. You know, it's not like, well, I'm going to do this. You can't predict. No. You have to let it go. I'm not finding nothing. You have to let let it flow like a river. You know, it it changes all the time. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Which is good. Absolutely. I have no... Yes, it's good. I have no plans, no expectations. Mm-hmm. It's just been a, a delight. But I, I do have to say, you know, um, where it comes to communication um, and just that, that consideration to check in on people, especially if you're connected, that have lived cross down and, you know, will take 10 days to, you know, return a text for whatever bullshit. This person, mm-hmm. at least once a day, he's on an oil rig in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico making sure that this oil company doesn't pollute the ocean. That's his job. And it's a multi-million dollar endeavor. He still makes the time to let me know he's thinking about me or to check in if I'm okay. I know I do this with people. Check in like a really good friend of mine has to go to the doctor or whatever, I say to them, oh, I have a doctor's appointment in two weeks. What day is your doctor's appointment? Da, 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 da. I put it in my calendar. Text so-and-so, doctor. 
It takes me 10 seconds, just checking in to look at the doctor. So when you, we pay attention, when, you're, when you see the choices or the choices that people are making or not making, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm so impressed. I am very impressed because he could totally justify, well, I'm on the rig. It's not good service. But as a matter of fact, I think like the third day or something that he was on the rig, he's like, um, do you have Google chat on your phone? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, I have it on my computer. Um, it's, danger- it's dangerous to have cell phones now because of whatever, the rig, the, the frequency, I don't know what. Um, so we have to turn in our phones, but I, I'll, but I still want to be in touch with you. So he communicates from me to me from his laptop. He's not on his laptop all day. He's dealing with these machines and making sure that everything is working out, whatever, whatever, for this crazy job. He made it a priority to make sure he could still be in touch with me. Somebody else would be like, well, I'm going to be without my phone because of whatever, whatever. So uh, when it's safer, I'll reach out to you. Somebody else would have done that. A lesser man would have done that. So it's a choice. I would just accept it because I thought so little of myself before, you know, with these other people. Again, self-abandonment. You know, self-abandonment is thinking little of yourself. Um, I am just unlearning that behavior now. And I blame no one. I don't blame my parents. I don't blame my upbringing. I don't blame, blame my trauma. I don't blame anything. I am ready to work through this. So this is my dark night of the soul working through my addiction of self-abandonment. Okay. Bring it. And I've never have felt so calm or aligned, even in the face of adversity. I am not afraid. I feel safe. I feel taken care of in spirit. I'm not talking about him. I'm just talking about in the, in the energetic frequency, in my vibrational field. I feel good. I feel like the fragmented, fractured energy that I had before, it has slowed down, as I said before, instead of the top of the show. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm there gonna, you have <laughs> I have a, a short story I'm going to tell you really quick. Uh, I went back to school, oh gosh, maybe 10 years ago or more. Uh, oh gosh, wow. more than that. Um, and it was in 2003. I went to school for something. And most of the people, right. the women in the class were my, no, I was old, the oldest. But they were like 30s mm-hmm. and 20, there was somebody just out of high school. And there was one that mm-hmm. was in her 30s. She met a man. She was looking for somebody so long. She was, I don't know if I'll ever find love. She fell in love with this guy. He had a family. They were going to get married. Mm-hmm. And he suddenly died. The love of her oh, life. She goes, well, oh, what am I going to do? Oh. So it's not mm. to say this will happen, but it brings you joy when you need it. Just remember. Yep. What, what, what is yep. here now is bringing you what you need right in this moment. No matter and, and what, that's all I have. what anybody and that's says, all what anybody writes. So, you know, you yes. take oh, what I you can agree. and run with that's it. it. Because that's all I, have. When I have that's joy, I, I, I am assumed with so it precious. because it's like you can't, you can't get it any other way. You have to find it. You have to use that's it. Right. Nobody can give it to you. That's you right. have to, you know, it's yours. So, it's generated within yourself. That's true. And the, and the mm-hmm. boyfriend that I had before my, my uh, ex-husband, who I kind of considered could be the love of my life. Um, I dated him till I was 24, and he died. And I thought that was it. And then I, I, and I ended up uh, with my husband because, you know, he paid attention to me. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a mistake. But it's not because I love my kids, and it's not a mistake because it shaped me to who I am. But he wasn't the right person for me. Mm-hmm. So I know. I know, like that, that, that ex-boyfriend, he was my best friend. I adored him, and he died. So um, I so get it's 
precious and sacred and talk about really being in the now. So thank you for sharing that story. Um, I wholeheartedly agree, and I appreciate your energy and your support. And please, please call in and, um, you know, as, as much as you want. We love that you are always with us. Um, oh, perfect. So we will close out the show. Um, so on that note, if any of you need to get a hold of us, please send an email to LOABlend at gmail.com. And we're scheduled, thanks to you, Anna, back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Please take loving care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and two brighter days ahead. Love you. Bye. Bye. Everybody, thank you for listening to you. Tell me something.